Welcome to to Amplify and Align. I am Michalina. And I'm Stacey. Why are we here? To break the rules, to share our wisdom and to disrupt an industry. We work with coaches, healers and leaders who are ready to turn their mission into a business that creates impact and freedom. Together, we bring over 20 years of experience to this space. I am the Amplify with proven systems and strategies to help you get your message out to the right audience. And I am the Align with processes and practices to help you through the inner shifts that become your external breakthroughs. We always joke that together we make the perfect coach. Which isn't surprising as we are sisters. So what can you expect from our podcast? The truth about the transformations needed to create your success. Soul-led strategies you can implement. And a sprinkle of astrology and spiritual strategy. And we're going to be pretty honest. We will be breaking down a lot of the truths and busting myths about the coaching industry. We want to invite you into the conversation with us. Are you ready to align your energies and amplify your success? Let's go. Hello, we are back and we are going to be diving into something that we have brought up in various episodes in layers and layers. But in this one, we're going to be going deep into the topic of how to step into your mastery from what you've learned to what you've experienced and how to actually package that up and give it to the world as something people want to buy. So hello, Stace. We haven't had a chat this morning yet, so we're we're just coming in almost cold. Mm. Yeah, yeah, jumping straight into it today. Um, I think this is a really good topic of discussion because it's one of those things that um, there is a lot of advice out there from professionals in the business coaching world telling you to jump into business usually pay them a lot of money to teach you how to start that business and then just go for it. And in some cases, there may be situations where your life situation, the things you've learned along the way, the experiences that you've had do actually set you up to be successful in that business that you really want to, you know, get pumping. (laughs) Um, But in a lot of cases, there are people that just are not really quite at that time to really step into a powerful business and to be self-employed. It's an uncomfortable conversation to have with someone. I just had it last week with a group of women that I was teaching when the question came up of, yeah, uh, like I've been trying to do this for two years and I haven't made any money. And my advice was, and it sucks, but well, like, is it what you're offering, how you're offering it? or you're just not suited to be running your own business and and getting out there and being of influence and inspiring people because not all of us are set up to do that. So it's a it's a tough conversation and we're going to talk about some things that, um, yeah, we've noticed that is happening a lot, especially in the spiritual and healing world. I've got so many things that are trying to move through my voice all at once because, as you know, I have very, very, very strong opinions on this. And uh, just because it might not uh, be in your destiny to run a business doesn't mean you can, can you don't have to be of service. So that's two different things. And another thing that's coming up that um, I'll probably get lots of things out today because, as I said, there's lots of things coming through, but There is a difference between experience and mastery and your story. 
And I feel like a lot of people are trying to turn their story into a business. And that's not necessarily viable. Everything you have been through in your life contributes to what you offer, your message, and your mastery at some level. But it is important to recognize the difference between a skill and a story because they are not the same, not at all. And I think we even get into the territory here of, well, I've had a lot of success and I'm going to teach you exactly what I've done and this is the only thing that works. I think this kind of crosses over here as well. And we see a lot of that in the coaching and uh, marketing industry. Oh, for sure. I did a massive program years ago and it was, um, he called himself a consultant. He wasn't a coach. He made that very, very clear that he was not a coach, but a consultant. And I did his messaging and story um, program. And what I saw within that group of people that were doing it along the same time I was, he's done it a, a lot of times over and over, was that a lot of the people that were doing it were sold this idea of running this six-figure business from that story, from their rags to riches moments and, and uh, you know, from uh, like unhealthiness to health and, and like there's so many twists to these stories or, um, you know, survivor stories and things like that. And yeah, it's great to actually learn the art of storytelling and how to really, um, you know, establish some good movement from that storytelling and create that through your brand strategy. But a lot of the people that were going through that still got to the end and were like, yeah, I've really solidified that story. I can get up on stages. I can, I can say this message to millions of people, but how do I monetize this? How do I go grow from here? Like, what do I actually do? And that was the part where he's just kind of like, he hands you off and he's like, well, that's, you know, I've taught you how to do your message and your, your, um, your story. And so I got quite a bit from that experience, but I could see that there were a lot of people that, um, you know, weren't established with a certain skill set that could carry on. Um, and if you are just wanting to be a motivational speaker and be paid to be on stages from those stories, they're, you know, that's easy. That's well, not easy, but, you know, that's a, a simple step into monetizing your your passion and, and your story. Um, but for a lot of have people, a bloody they good want story to be able to do that. That's the thing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and there were a lot of really strong, amazing stories. Um, but also, like, I don't know, um, I was looking at a lot of research recently about vulnerability in marketing and storytelling, and, um, yeah, the, the statistics are really interesting that people are actually um, – less trusting now of people who share their survival stories as part of their their brand and their their mission now and um i thought that was really interesting all of the the data and the you know the feedback that was coming through this um this report and uh yeah it makes it really interesting and a lot of people uh you know are at that point of view where they're like well if you've had cancer and you've survived stop trying to fucking plug me all of these healthy green you know supplements and all of this stuff like you know like um it, it comes across as really leveraging something traumatic 
to make money. And there's nothing wrong with making money. We love money. We love helping people make money. Um, but I can see why the public is starting to shift their opinions on how that's used in marketing. Yeah, and I am always, always going to emphasize the the truth of skills because that's getting rarer and rarer and rarer. We are seeing a lot of people out there going and learning a course, you know, six weeks, I'm done, I'm a practitioner in this, or I can actually go and teach a course on this myself. But there's very little honor given to the development and evolution of our skills. That sounds very, very uh, clinical in that I need to have uh, something in an office and be able to build things and create things. But this comes into our work in so many ways. Do you have the skill to be able to hold space for people's emotions? Do you have the skill to be able to help someone navigate their transformational process? Do you have the skill to be able to connect this piece of information with this piece of information and offer it in a way that supports the person uniquely in front of you? We have to learn things. We have to know things. And I know a lot of people try and throw the, well, I'm so spiritual and it's not all about knowledge. And I think if we're going to go back and look at that, uh, the history, the the people doing herbal medicines and spiritual journey and all of that, those things, they apprenticed with the wise women and the witches and wizards for years and years and years before they actually got to be able to offer their gifts to someone. So I, I don't think enough value is put on the development of value anymore. It's okay, what can I go out there? What concepts can I go and throw out there and charge $10,000 for? And I know I've gotten caught in that trap too because they had a good message, a good story, and I believed them. And then I got in there, I'm like, I could have read this on the fucking internet. Like, So I, I will celebrate you in the skills that you have developed because they're hard-earned. We accrue those. We work hard for those. This isn't just about reading books or having someone teach us basic facts. This is about our experience and our evolution, our expansion with these things, making them unique and going, I can support you in your journey with this. We, it's part of it's teaching, it's experiencing, it's embodying. And uh, we have had discussions around people's lack of experience in the things they are now learning and teaching. <laughs> Do you want to share what we discussed around that? Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was very, it was actually a really eye-opening conversation that we had last week around developing skills. Um, and I, I do want to say, you know, we've um, talked to other professionals and coaches that have um, not agreed with our advice there that you do need to keep developing your skills and um, and actually learn to become a teacher. If you're a coach or a mentor, it's not just about exchanging information, but you're actually an educator and you're teaching people things, especially if you want to run courses. And and that's something that I value highly and that's something I've put a lot of time um, and, and training. I've paid money to learn how to be an educator and, and do it really well. And so when I see people just creating courses and, you know, there's a massive um, coach out there at the moment with millions of dollars worth of ads going around social media, teaching people how to create their course this month and they can launch their course in November and blah, blah, blah. Um, 
And I just think, you know, at least she's against AI courses. Like that's a bonus because she had an ad about that. Um, but I think that it's not necessarily just learning how to put information together or how to present information. It's actually teaching people what to do with it, how to action it, how to absorb it. And yes, I think it's, it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to argue with anyone that says that anyone can create a course and anyone can become a coach or a mentor. You're, um, the stage of where you are in business is definitely a reflection of the um, the education that you can give, the transmissions that you can um, you know have with your your clients and your students, and so your prices should reflect that as well. In my opinion, as you grow, you solidify those practices and those learnings and those teachings, and then you can charge more from there. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's why the coaching industry and courses whole industry is starting to fall flat. And we are seeing people trying to innovate and change the industry because there's just a lot of shit out there that people aren't experiencing good things from. They're not actually obtaining the learning outcomes that were sold to them. Um, and so, yeah, a lot of the times you can just pick up a book and learn everything that you want to learn. Um, from that course or even just jump on YouTube and find some some really good um, trainings on there. But anyway, um, so the conversation that we had last week, um, and honestly, it hadn't really entered my mind because I didn't think this was possible. And it just, it blew me away. Like, I've, I feel like I'm speechless again because you kind of shocked me. So we were talking about particular people that we've been working with. And M, you said that this person has the, you know, the thing that they offer, the healing or the modality that they're working with, they've never actually gone and had one of those sessions themselves. I was like, what? What do you mean? Like, that sounds so stupid. And um, so we talked about that for a little while. And then I actually, I was working with, um, I had a bunch of women who I was taking through my service with Soul Blueprint last week. And I asked and actually a whole bunch of them put their hand up. And then a few days later, I had one of the amazing women come forward and say, well, she's actually tried to find someone who offers what she offers in her area. And there was no one. So she hasn't experienced it herself, nor can she find anyone. So that was a bit of a, a tough case. But we're talking about people who have gone and paid for a certification in breath work, who have never actually gone to a breath work event or had a breath working session before we're talking about people who have decided that they want to be human design specialists who have never actually had a human design reading done by another human design mentor Whew, there are so many examples um but i i just i'm like uh, yeah what like and I, I don't mean to be bitchy and like try and like point you out but if you are offering something that you haven't gone and experienced yourself with someone else I really want you to go and fucking do it like, and do it this week you need to go and do it it's not even uh should I it's a you should definitely it's not even a question I mean how firstly how can you know that you want to offer this if you haven't sat in the presence of someone who's done it themselves I mean People go and spend thousands of dollars on these certifications and then get in and go, actually, I fucking hate doing this. It's not for me. So like, throwing at money at things, like grasping for solutions, when you actually get in and deliver it and there's no energy there, you find that it's actually not aligned with you. 
you haven't got that transmission because your body and being is not embracing that as a skill, as value, so you can offer it to the world. You have to feel these things. And how can you even imagine yourself doing it without having the experience of it? And then there's the the element of, well, how do you know whether you are, uh, I've got to put this the right way because it it can come across as as wrong if we automatically assume uh, um, what I'm saying, but how can you measure, it's not the right word, but stay with me. How can you measure whether you are showing up for people in the way that they need if you've never sat in front of a master? Like if you're just guessing, say, well, I, I don't really know what I'm doing and like I don't know what I could be or what's missing or what I'm not doing, then like how how can you bring that to the highest level? Find your masters, the ones who are incredibly successful, who have powerful record of healing and transformation, and go in and sit there, experience it, then Watch them at it, have another session and be more present with the experience and what they're doing and how they're doing it. How can you have any concept of whether this is right for you, whether you're doing it well, whether you're offering a strong transformation if you haven't been through it yourself? How can you teach anything that you haven't experienced yourself? Look, I'm very, very strong in perspective around this. And that's one thing I can say is that not only have I gone and experienced the things before I've learned it, I've also experienced it with different teachers because I want to know the style and the tone that I want to bring it through as. Astrology, I had only experienced it with one person, but she showed me how I wanted to teach astrology. She showed me what kind of astrology I wanted to learn. And then I went, you know what? I, I better go and actually have a typical reading with someone because maybe I need to bring more of this into my work. And I left it and I went, well, that was freaking pointless. Like, what, what have I actually left that with? So now I've had that confirmation that my experiences are phenomenal. And I do things that other people can't. And I can own that more. I can stand stronger in it. I can actually speak louder to the transformations I offer because I've done it with other people. I mean, like, wow. I actually am pretty freaking amazing. So there's so many layers to that. So don't just find one person. Go and find a range of different experiences, different shamans, different healers, different Reiki therapists. Go and experience as many different flavors of that as you can because that is going to make you better. It's going to make Mm. you stronger. It's going to make you wiser. Mm. And yeah, just one more thing on that. I don't think we are celebrating those who have earned their wisdom enough anymore. We have minimized the value of putting in this time and effort into becoming masters that it it's easy. It's so easy. We've got nothing to celebrate anymore. Whether where those who've spent a hundred, two hundred, a thousand hours actually learning their craft we do need to recognize those. You need to recognize yourself if you have put in that time and effort and you've taken from your own living tissues to learn things because that is something to bow down at the knees of when we're in front of a master. That's rare. So if you want to be one of those people 
You need to invest in your skills and knowledge and experiences. You don't just get these things. We need to earn it. Anyway, there's my rant. On yes, that one. and I think As I said lost. To say. <laughs> no, no, I <laughs> I love the rant. I think one of the the things that um, you know has surprised me about learning this, and this is something I'm going to ask every single client that wants to work with me from now on. It's like, well, have you actually gone out and experienced it, and what did you enjoy, and what didn't you enjoy about it? Like, how how are you bringing something different? Um, one of the things was life coaching. Now. I've personally paid for life coaching in the past um, and a specific life coaching. There's been other people I've paid for sessions with that, you know, have got life coaching certification, but they package it a little bit differently. And, um, you know, there's a few different things, but um, this particular experience was just, you know, a life coach experience. And I personally thought that it would be amazing and that I would love it. Um, and this person was just beautiful. They were just such a lovely, gorgeous soul of a human being. Um, but the whole experience for me really was a clear indication that it just wasn't for me <laughs> and the way that uh, it was done. And like our mum's done a life coaching certificate. So you know, I've had a little bit of insight, asked her a lot of questions about her experience with doing her life coaching certificate. Um, and I've had friends who have done it. And yeah, I just didn't really like the experience. So um, prior to that, I had thought maybe that is something that I could learn to incorporate into what I do and, and how I work with people. But now I see that the structure of it and how it actually works, I was like, mm, no, no, I think. So, you know, we were talking about this last week of this, you know, amazing person that we work with who is thinking about or has booked in to do life coaching. Um, I'm not sure if if she's had any experience with that before, but it made me think of like, you know, that is a question that we should be validating with our clients to see, you know, are you out there and have you experienced and have you paid for these sessions and, um, you know, and, and actually learn from those as well because I know when you're doing, for example, in this situation, a life coaching certification that you do have to do sessions as part of the learning process and, and passing. So you do have the the training to then go out and do the thing and you most likely will have an opportunity to be one of the people that gets a life coaching session through the certification process but it's not the same thing as going to someone who's been doing it for 10 years who knows what they're doing and have that experience with a, a professional who's not practicing on you and who you're not practicing with and um it is a completely different experience so um yeah i I'm just still blown away that there are people that I even that we've worked with that <laughs> I'm still so blown away by who have not had oh, these sessions before. Mm. And look, I've done a couple coaching certifications now because I was looking for a certain kind of training and I didn't find that a few times. So I finally found the thing and I was like, oh my goddess, this is what I've been waiting for. Finally, someone is teaching actual transformation. Step by step, took me three goes to find that, that actual transformation. Uh, but you, I can say with conviction, even after business mentoring for years and years and years, even after all that practice with life coaching, you don't come out knowing at all. You don't come out with the experience. 
that you need to be able to guide someone through a complete transformation. And that's what Stace was saying about how cost needs to reflect experience. I had no right to go out there and charge hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars for a session with me because I was still in that learning stage. And when I started offering astrology experiences, my mission mapping, it was uh, two hours for $200 because I had, I, I was clear in that I felt I had no rights to be charging what I do now, which is $588. So everything evolves and you will recognize when what to price if you're really paying attention you will recognize what to ask for when you are leading people through your experiences and transformations we need to practice 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 and i i used to think it was about time time years time if you had been doing this for 10 years then you're a master but i've i've since changed my mind on that and that was probably recently where it's actually hours spent invested in it. So I would have given over a thousand hours, probably two, even three, maybe to astrology right now. So someone who got their certification five years ago and barely actually looks at it, doesn't read, doesn't upskill, doesn't do multiple courses on it. It's not about the time having done it, it's about the time you've invested in it. So that's something mm. to recognize as well because I know on the opposite end there are people we've worked with is like, well, I don't deserve to actually charge these prices because I, I haven't given as much as I need to. But it's like, well, how many hours have you spent thinking about this, researching it, courses? How many hours have you spent with your hands on someone watching them, seeing the patterns that they go through, seeing the, the same challenges coming up over and over and over. So you have developed your own strategies and structures to what you do. That all is so fucking precious. And it's that that's not being recognized mm. enough, in my opinion. Mm. It's like, oh, you charge $1,000 yeah. for a course. You must be good at what you do. Not necessarily. I, I see it the same as a lot of professional industries where there is um, a requirement for you to hold that certification to do learning points like lawyers, even real estate agents have to do that. Um, and the one industry that came to mind, which is one of my most hated industries, is the hairdressing industry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for many reasons they probably won't share today, but uh, it's, it's a struggle to find an actual good one. Um, but anyway, so the hairdressing industry is a really good example of that. You might have a hairdresser that's been doing it for 20 years standing behind you, but they actually don't know the current techniques. They don't know the formulations and the new products and things because they aren't keeping up with their education, but they're seen as a senior stylist. And, you know, they, they boast how long they've been in the industry versus someone who is coming out of their apprenticeship, who is so inspired, who's traveling on weekends to expos, who is logging hours online to learn, who is talking to the sales reps when they're coming in because they want to be the best. And most of the time, that person who is more lit up and inspired by it is their skill level is going to be 
a lot better because of those hours that they've invested in it, not the, the time since they have been trained. And that's a really, really good industry as an example because, you know, there's a lot of hairdressers out there that have done their certificates like 30 years ago who um, wouldn't know how to do a balayage or a root blend and, and things like that. I don't even know what those things are. I don't even know. Uh, but learning the initial skill isn't where it stops. It, mm-hmm. It's not where it ends. It's like with astrology, you can learn the basics, but then you've got to understand human psychology and energetic patterns and the exchange of energy between you and the universe. There are so many things to study outside of what you're actually studying. And something like breathwork is coming up. It's like, yeah, you might know how to guide someone through an in and out breath, But there are so many other things. There's a spiritual element. There's a physical element. There's the nervous system element. Being able to get in and hold someone and share that knowledge, that is, again, precious. When you can go in and explain how breath works, not just what you've been told in the course, but you've studied the physiology, the neurology, the energetics, people are going to go, wow, you know what you're talking about. I'm going to pay you for that $3,000 course because I want to learn from you. Now, I know someone who has traveled all over the world learning breath work and spiritual techniques and initiations. And he charges $10,000 for his course, but he's fucking earned it. Every moment he spent doing it and teaching it and investing and going overseas and actually living for months at a time with the native tribes in places like the Amazon and Mexico. He's earned every single dollar of that. And uh, when you go and work with him, you know you're getting a very, very vast experience beyond the basics that, to be honest, anyone can actually go and learn online. You get something that no AI will ever be able to put into a into a course You want to find those people where you actually find that transmission and they show you things you never knew and experienced before. And it's not a gift that a few can have. It's something that we learn and we learn it. It's not just cognitive learning. It's our cells start to inherit that energetic information. It's that muscle memory where we know where to move when someone needs our support in a unique way that we've learned from another master in another area, when you can hold that much energy, then you do become a master at what you do, especially when you look at your astrology and discover what actually is it that I'm meant to be mastering. Astrology can help us with that. (laughs) So it's it's about finding your thing, reading about the thing, learning about the thing, learning it by heart, being able to go through the motions so naturally that you actually don't need to think about it. Mm. And look, very passionate about this topic. Yeah, look, there are industries where it is a little bit more simplified, you know, with digital marketing, social media, those services that are really direct. You can learn and have this natural ability to absorb and innovate and be amazing. And within a a few short weeks, you could have proven results that mean you can charge whatever the heck you want. When it's something really tangible like that, it it does become easier. What we're talking about mainly today is that spiritual transformation, the healing, because that whole process is a, a lot 
harder to master so that we have got those proven results where we've helped people through emotional experiences and and actually got them from that point a to point b and yeah that's really where the mastery comes from is the results the transformations the actual when people leave that session what they do with the information that you give them what happens with the experience that they've had once they've been with you because you could be doing this for 10 plus years you could have thousands of hours um, of training logged and you could be the best at what you do on paper but if you aren't giving that transmission where as soon as they leave that workshop or leave you know that um, event that things gets being put into place and you've actually give them actionable follow-through with healing with business whatever it is it's a really clear indication of the actual success and I think about this all the time we've probably all been to an event of some kind we've seen a speaker we've had some sort of training where we're really lit up and we're highly motivated and excited and we have this plan to really like use everything we've learned and like we're just oh we're so lit by it and then we fly home or you know a couple of days go past and that excitement and that like that level of wanting to implement goes down and down and down and down and down so what i see really successful coaches and speakers doing at these events is actually breaking it down for you at the end of that presentation they say right i know you're going to be really excited by all this this is now the next steps these are the things you do next and we need to put that into place in everything we do in every one-on-one session in every workshop masterclass, whatever that is because we need people to understand how to actually move forward because what is the point of taking people's money for the experience right then and there if nothing changes yeah that's something I'm absolutely and this is why when people go through the offer alchemy experience or my coaching clients go through uh, creating a course with me, I ask the question, we include what's the integration process? And I'm like, oh, because we're not just with them for the container itself. Those teachings move with them, hopefully, for the rest of their lives. They change who they are. If we've done it well, they, that changes who they are from the moment they walk away from us. And if you're supporting women in business, that not only changes them, but it moves on into others who they're working with. Every person from you on can be transformed through their energy, their mastery. Not that we own it. I just want to make that clear. We don't own that. But if we go in knowing that we can create radical change, not just in the person we're working with, but the people that they're working with and then they're working with. Like this is like a butterfly effect. And I'm passionate about this because my mission in this world is to create revolutionaries to support you becoming a revolutionary. And this isn't just about going into a session and going, all right, my work is done, I have my $600. This is about how you can create a wave that is so fucking powerful that it moves out there into the world. And we initiated that. What people do with that from then on. But my, my vision, my, my mission within my mission mapping sessions is to equip them, equip you, if you come and do this with me, to go out and share that magic with the world and know what to harness, how to harness it, how to go out and share that gift with the world. 
especially if you come on and go on and do some coaching with me. But if you want to be a revolutionary, this is about really honoring this process and seeing the effect that you have as it moves beyond the person you've had direct experience with and out into the world. Like that, that's so powerful. It's so beautiful. I get emotional when I speak about this. Like it's not just about harnessing your mastery, it's offering it to the world in a way that it does create change from the roots to the heavens. Because, I mean, this is just me, but what's the fucking point if we don't? And if you want to be a mission-driven human, you've got to think about this. Otherwise, it's just money. Otherwise, you'll be creating profit. We're here for people, right? Are you considering what's happening with that person when they leave your space? Very powerful question to ask yourself. Yes. And the other thing that we really do need to find balance with and really find where we're educating ourselves, we're inspired, we want to continue to grow. What I find more often than not is when you think you know everything is the point where you stop evolving and you start taking steps backwards. I never walk into a room and think I am the one who knows everything. I've been in situations recently where I've had to attend events where there are speakers up there and and talking about subjects that I teach about. I'm very mindful that I could actually learn something from this. And I'm open to continually learning. But there's something that we also need to be really mindful of when we are continually learning is that we need to make sure that our continuous learning and development is not putting on hold the work that we're doing, either energetically or physically. Because what can happen when we feel like we need to educate and get a certificate and prove to the world that, you know, we are a professional and, oh, it's just easier if I just do a certificate and then everyone will know I'm legit, those sorts of things. What I see is that people then put things on hold. They don't start putting together their transformation processes. They wait until that certification's done or they just kind of, they're not conscious of it, but they kind of put this back burner and this responsibility of their success on the course that they're doing, on the certification, because they're putting the responsibility on that learning, not on themselves. And so that's something we really have to be mindful of when we are educating ourselves, because if we are doing that from a place of scarcity and lack and just insecurity, then there's a problem with that. And we need to make sure we're not doing that. I am currently, I'm just about to finish a, a diploma and it is something completely random when I say that to people who are like, oh, really? But it's something that I learned many, many years ago and I wanted to refresh my memory and it was something that I'm so passionate about in my business, in sales, in the way I teach networking and connection um, and what it is is psychology, but it's in the, the specialty field of body language. 
And so half of the stuff, yes, I've already done the floor and I've aced my my assessments and um, all of my my written work because it's stuff I have already done before. It's something I'm passionate about. I've taught about it for years. Um, Do I need that certificate to legitimize the training that I'm offering the world? Shit, no. But when the opportunity came up to develop that and actually see if I could learn more, if I could learn more things to give my audience, to teach others, that's when I took the opportunity. It hasn't stopped me from teaching body language or talking about it. Um, I'm you know, not saying that I'm an expert on, in this particular subject and neither will I be once I finish the actual certificate either, but I'm not hiding from it and I'm actually utilising the information to better myself, better my teachings and, and better the experiences that I'm giving others. And so when we're we're learning and I do encourage continual learning, I encourage you every single morning to listen to a TED talk, to listen to a podcast, to listen to some YouTube training, to jump on someone's masterclass, to keep listening and absorbing, but not actually hiding behind it or blaming that thing potentially if you don't have the results you need. Because I've seen that happen a lot. I can... Oh, I, it's not really working because my certificate taught me how to do it this way and that's not really how I, it's working for me and like all those sorts of things. Um, so, yes, be very mindful of yourself, what it is that you choose to do with the things that you're educating yourself on. Yes. And I can promise the more certifications you collect, the more you're actually going to shy away from taking action because you're going to gather so much knowledge, so much experience or perceived experience, you're not even going to know where to fucking start. The more you do, the more intimidated you're going to get because you're going to be like, well, how do I use all this? If you don't have the basic experience down, the basic skills down, then you're going to go, well, I don't even know where to start. How do I fit all this information in my sessions and in my teachings? Like We actually have to expand into being able to utilize all the energy and uh, information with learning. So if you're getting into the cycle of collecting certifications, there is one thing that you need to do to break that cycle, and that's actually get away from the courses, stop investing in learning, and actually develop the skills, which is getting in front of someone. You can spend tens of thousands of dollars learning human design from every single person, but how do you know how to use that information if you're not actually getting yourself in front of people? It's just knowledge. So If you don't know how to use that information now, I can promise that's not going to change by learning the next thing and the next thing because you're going to be coming up against even bigger barriers. Think of all those layers of information as a limitation unless you're actually using it. So if you do a certification in human design or even astrology, you need to have a session with someone. Now, you might offer that at a lower price to begin with. You might go and say to friends, can I practice on you, whatever it takes. But you need to actually use that information before you've got the capacity to hold the data for the next layer and the next layer. So cut that out now. Actually get out there and do it, which is why we avoid doing it. Like that insecurity stops us. And, yeah, Mm. as I said, that's going to get worse. And And I can say that with conviction because I've done that too. (laughs) I did it. I I did it a few times. So, yeah, I've I've been there. We meet so many people, don't we, Stace, who get to a point like I know so much I don't even know where to start. I've got so many things to speak of I don't even know what content to write. 
and that's a real issue. That's when we haven't actually put our wisdom into practice, our knowledge into practice so it becomes wisdom because mm-hmm. you get that a lot, don't you? I yes, don't even know where to sure. start. I don't know what to write. The thing that you touched on just a moment ago, which I just want to emphasize, there are a lot of coaches out there, a lot of mentors in business that will tell you to charge what you're worth and and do it from the beginning so you can establish the the boundaries and the foundations of what you want to charge. My advice is always going to be so different. I'm not saying that you have to gift your experiences away, but if people are not paying you, your time is better servicing and offering your gifts to someone for nothing to have that transmission, to have that testimonial at the end than sit there on social media boasting at how much you charge or keep trying to sell, sell, sell. If nothing's happening, there's a disconnect. And one of the best things you can do is put yourself in front of people, whether it's for free or for a discounted rate, and just get those transformations. If someone has a really good experience with you and they haven't paid for that, they actually are going to feel energetically anchored to the work that you do and they're going to want to share that with others. You will get an advocate for your business. You will get referrals from that person. So it's not like we're just consciously thinking, I'm worth this much money. I'm not going to offer myself for free and I'm not going to give away free information. I've had clients before who refuse to answer questions in the DMs because people should be paying for that. When in fact, they didn't have people paying them and they actually could have built beautiful connections and educated someone and gifted someone a piece of information that meant that anchor was then established and they come back to pay for a program or they pay for coaching when they're ready. Just that thought of quick injections of cash, quick, easy money, straight up, it's never going to build you a foundation of strong, recurring business that is going to last you a lifetime. So I just wanted to leave you with that. And this isn't even this isn't even just about business. I, I just want to say before I move on to what I'm about to say is that we all have an inherent worth that is priceless. Our internal worthiness, you can't put a number on that, but we need to find that within ourselves. And I see a lot of people silently using those high prices to validate the worth that they don't feel for themselves. And that's when we can get into those patterns of, well, no one's paying me, taking it really personal, blaming others. Why don't they pay me for what I'm worth? Like it can actually be a really negative cycle. We shouldn't be asking people to validate our worth. And I think this is what a lot of the high prices out there actually are. But we've also got to be realistic and recognize this is a business. When I did uh, one of my certifications, the instructor was like, people vote for your value with their dollars and they're not going to pay for your lack of worth when you're showing up afraid to take responsibility for their transformations. We've also got to recognize that we're not charging for people to, for our worth, let's say. This is a business and people pay us for the transformations, for the outcomes, for the tangible results. And we need to be realistic. 
you have an inherent worth, but what is your transformation and your results worth? So it's not the same thing. And there's a real lack of separation between personal and professional. And for mission-driven women, there is no complete separation. We invest our heart and our soul in our business, but we don't put our worth on the line when we're asking for money. And we don't ask others to validate us in a way that we haven't embraced for ourselves. So realistically, people are paying you for something you can give them. And that's business. That's fucking business. That's what we're here for. Like We're not here for charity. If you want it to be charity, then go and do it without charging money. But people will not pay us yeah. when we don't feel confident in the value we're offering. Hmm. It's not a not-for-profit. <laughs> hmm. Right. Well, thank you guys for tuning in to this episode about mastering your craft and developing that whole experience that you're gifting others. It's been a good conversation and I hope that we've kind of inspired you to continue to learn, absorb, educate. And if you haven't already, go out and experience the transformations that you offer others. So thanks for being here on this episode of the Amplify Online podcast. We'll see you on the next one.